Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Motown and Coney. The kickoff to season two. I'm back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? So, we've been off a couple of weeks. Uh, I finally got bit by the COVID bug. <laughs> Everybody good, Nato. Um, Tommy, you've been enjoying, you went to what, two Lions games now, right? First yeah, two? two Lions games, man. Okay, so they one yeah. and one. They they looking pretty good. Man, you know what? They looking really good, man. Actually got me really excited this season. Like got me going super crazy. I think I done lost my voice too twice. So. <laughs> yeah, so I have to take a moment to to gloat. Uh my Las Vegas Aces. Just clinched the WNBA championship. So uh, you deserve it, bro. Yeah. You deserve it. You you were rolling with him from the beginning. Yeah. Asia Wilson, defensive player of the year, MVP uh for the season. So just b- big ups to Las Vegas Aces. Uh, the parade of Thursday going down the Las Vegas strip. Wish I could be in Vegas for that. Oh, and shout out to, hmm. Oh no, go ahead, brother. Sorry about that. No, shout out to uh, Bill Lambert. He was actually at the game today. So former Aces coach. Uh, we all know him around these parts for being um, part of the Bad Boy Pistons. But um, I thought that was pretty cool that he he came to the game today to watch them clinch the title. So. Yeah, big shout out to Bill Lambert, man. Forever a Detroit legend for sure. Yeah, so um, you've been listening to anything new? I got a new album I've been listening to. Actually, I've been like throwing it back, man. So I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, let you, you know, tell you a new album you've been listening to. But I'm going to let you let everybody know what I've been listening to. I've been listening to some throwbacks. So go ahead, brother. So, um, Believe brother name go he go by J I D or or Jid, um, part of Dreamville. Um, mm-hmm. He his album came out a couple of weeks ago. Um, I really like it. I actually think it's it's one of the better albums um, of the year so far. Um, pretty much every oh, wow, yeah, pretty much every song I like. It might be. One or two skip worthy songs, but definitely um, a, a pretty dope album, pretty dope project. Um, shout out to Dreamville. Um, yeah, I, I'm really production is tight. I'm I'm really enjoying this album. You know, I actually had a chance to listen to it also. I think the album's pretty dope also, but. I just been on my R and B stuff, man. You know how R and B Tommy. R and B Tommy. So, so what? What has R and B Tommy been listening to? Okay, so for those who don't know, it's the 25th anniversary of Mariah Carey's Butterfly album. <laughs> I, and I, also, I knew you were about to to mention this album. That's why I'm laughing. Hey, look, hold on. And look, it's also the 25th anniversary of Usher's My Way album. So yeah, which is I've been banging those. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like the My Way album is just like slept on album. I feel like uh, what is it, eight seven zero one, and the of course the Confession album gets way more play. 
Uh huh. Then, then in my way. Yeah, you see, now you definitely right about that. So that's the problem when you listen to these particular albums, right? So now since I listened to the Usher My Way album, now I done unlocked all the Usher. Now I'm listening to all the Usher albums and compare them. So uh, that's what I've been going through, my struggle. Uh-oh, it sounds like you um, two seconds away from being on the Las Vegas uh, strip going to see Usher. Man, I'm on an emotional <laughs> coaster, man. I'm, I With confessions and all that other stuff and Man, then I done started listening to... Then John Legend came up with a new album, too. Yeah, Legend. so... That is actually on my to-listen-to list. Uh, so, what what are your fly. thoughts so far? It's pretty fly, man. Like, I kind of like how he meshed it up a little bit. I mean, if you love John Legend, it's just typical John Legend type stuff. Um, I like the song with him and Rick Ross. I thought that was pretty dope. I see he's kind of, like, going into his... Uh, he got your homeboy J.I.D. on there, too. I'm going to mention that to you, too. Okay. Um, I like the song he got with Janae Aiko and uh, Ty Dolla Sign, which is pretty dope. And the song he got with Jasmine Sullivan, I really like, too. So it's a lot of it's a lot of songs on here where he has collaborations, and I, I like that for him. So, yeah. Yeah, I forgot, to, I forgot you a secret yeah. Jasmine Sullivan fan. Man, a huge Jasmine Sullivan fan. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just feel like you know she'll bust the windows out my car. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about that before yeah. too. I was like, oh man, yeah. I think that's like the the Mad Woman's anthem right there. When yes. She came up with that one. So I'm definitely gonna have to check out that. Uh, I'll probably listen to it tomorrow on my way to work. Check out that John Legend album. I saw it pop up on uh, new I new album some title, but just ain't shoot. COVID took me out. I wasn't listening to nothing for a minute. It seemed like yeah, brother. And you know what, man? Like I was so I was praying for you, brother, because I know, man. Like you know, from watching other people and you know everybody else's experience, that it is something else, man. So I'm glad that you you're over your COVID and. uh rate of progress and continue you know on doing better bigger and better things COVID ain't holding you down yeah so speaking of um the Rochelle chicken and waffle the PNB rock uh murder yeah um very I don't know very just unexpected um, I'm trying to think how many, because he's on what um, the Empire record label. How many of their artists have has succumbed to some type of violence? Uh, the fact that it was at Rossio Chicken and Waffle makes it even more uh, eerie, uh, considering how how big of a landmark that is in the in the black community. Um, it seems like his career was just really getting on and popping. Um. Yeah, you man, you you're so right about that, brother. You hit the nail right on the head. It seems like he was taking off, and he was he was destined for bigger things, man. Like one of my favorite songs for him uh, when I finally started noticing was a song called "Selfish," and I think he wound up remixing the song, and uh, that's when I really fell in love with PB and Rock. But man, that's that's just it's a horrific act. Uh, 
the tragedy, you know, and man, I just, I don't know how it actually transpired or how it went down, but a, a, it was an assumption that maybe um, someone close to him might have uh, leaked some information about where he was at at the particular time or where they were both at. I don't know, but I think it's a horrific tragedy, man, like, especially for the hip-hop community. We don't need any more uh, young brothers losing their lives, you know? Yeah, and I, we, I was at the barbershop yesterday, and one of the the older gentlemen, uh, he just brought up, you know, how many, because, um, you know, we talked about Tupac as well and Biggie, because um, one of my students had a, a interesting take on on Tupac basically said that Tupac was overrated, what have you. Um, but he was just mentioning how many um, rappers um, have lost their life to, you know, to violence. And, you know, he was like, what is it, like 20, 30% you? you know. So and when you think about everyone we lost from Tupac to Jam Master J, um, PNB, um, I don't know, and it just seems in the last few years, um, people you would consider up and coming stars in hip hop have have lost their lives. You know what? And you exactly right about that. But back to your student and, and the the very very controversial opinion that they have about that. See, the thing about, and I always said, I, I had a couple people tell me the same thing, too. And I was saying, like, the thing with Tupac was he touched people in multiple facets because, remember, he was acting. Of course, he was a poet. Of course, he was a, you know, a hip-hop. He was controversial when he spoke. But when he spoke, he always spoke of things that he knew about, you know. And he spoke, you know, volumes. And, you know, he he can hit you in multiple facets. So that's what made Tupac special where a lot of people, they're like basically a one trick pony or they, they really can talk to you about certain things from certain lifestyles where this, this man, he, you know, talked to you from multiple angles, you know? So, I mean, that's really tough to say he's overrated, but like overrated where, like as far as like music, you know, or, yeah, or so, acting or, you know, cause so, it's funny that you brought up acting because I, you know, Juice is, well, not Juice, Above the Rim is on Netflix now. And we were watching it yesterday at the barbershop and I forgot how powerful Tupac was as, a, as just an actor. Um, and I don't want to, like, you can't say he like was typecast where he played, you know, the same role all the time because his character from Above the Rim and Juice is completely different than his character in like Gridlock or Poetic Justice. Um, right. So I do feel like had you know he li- lived and I looked it up, you know, Tupac would be fifty one right now. Had had he still been living, I feel like he would have the type of acting career you see. Um, Ice Cube having um, LL Cool J. Uh, I think he would be somewhere in that category of, you know, above like maybe a, a Ludacris or something. I, I feel like he could have been just as dominant acting wise as he was in, in hip hop. Um, 
I don't know. My my student take just it was funny because everybody in the class just turned and looked at him, <laughs> and he said the same thing about Biggie and a, and a few other the rappers from the the eighties and nineties. So it was just I don't know. It was just an interesting take. Um, and I basically told him I'm not arguing with somebody about hip hop that was born after two thousand. <laughs> Especially, yeah. Especially when he told me his favorite rapper is Young Boy. (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah. That's tough, right? Yeah, I'm like I respect Young Boy, but I mean lyrically, he he's not touching Pac, Biggie, Cube, Nah, Jay Z. So I don't know. It's just he's definitely not. I feel like the farther we get away from like Biggie and Pac, the the younger generation, I f- I find some appreciate them, but then a lot of them just I don't know. You know what's crazy, man? Is like I remember being younger, and my uncle would would say the same thing because I would always like big up like you know uh, Biggie and Tupac and, and you know some of the artists that I really liked back then. And uh, my uncle would be like, well, they're not better than, you know, and then he refer back to these particular artists, like, cool you know, the LLs or the Cool Mardis and the, yeah, and all those dudes. And, I, and I'd be like, what? You know, like, I couldn't believe it. Because I'm always thinking, like, the era I grew up in and, like, listening to music, I always thought it would be the best. So I I, I kind of I sympathize and kind of understand with, um, with this young culture right now, man. Yeah, I do to a point, but, like, I went back and was listening to, like, Boogie Down Productions, like, heavy this week, and I'm like, you know, production-wise, it's not quite there, but, I mean, lyrically, they they were saying some stuff. Exactly, and, like, what a lot of people don't realize is, like, we always been fighting the same battle, like, Every time it's always been the police is harassing us, which is like true. That's always been big in the community. It's always being held down, and we always been dealing with presidents that really, really just focus on like using us and and trying to do certain things. And we always been fighting the system all the time. So that's basically like what hip hop always was like: fight the power all the time. You know? Yeah, I th- I think what different now though is because mm-hmm. I don't know maybe because I don't remember like when we were younger uh, like Cool G Rap touring uh, Cool Hurt like I don't I don't really remember them touring but like now you have like Nas and Wu-Tang late, you know late in their career still touring still being relevant um, same thing with like a Jay-Z um I'm real interested to see 10, 15, 20 years from now what of the current young artists have longevity. Right. Right. And that right now from like looking at a lot of these artists, man, I, a lot of them really don't have longevity. Remember what we were talking about with uh, with Game Album and we were talking about like artists that are able to tell a story or like basically be able to rock the party a lot of these guys really don't they're not able to tell a story or they're not able to like rock the party so they turn to like a one-hit wonder 
So you can tell like a lot of these artists, like their songs would have been written by someone else. Yeah, and it it was funny because my student, he was like, well, you know, young boy, he writes, he freestyles, he writes his own rap, and then I pulled up like five songs that have like four or five different writers listed. Yeah, that's, that's what I was like. <laughs> so I'm like, like if you, it, it blows your mind. Yeah, I'm like, so if he really write his own raps, then why are these artists listed? Um, yeah, never understand. Yeah, it was just, and then, you know, one of my students brought up, um, like, Lotto and Doja Cat. I'm like, I know somebody personally that's a ghostwriter for both of them, so. Yeah, like, that's just, that's just speaking to the choir. We know it's, like, ghostwriters for those uh, particular artists, but it's always been ghostwriters for, like, the majority of the superstars, so. Yeah, I blew, I blew their minds. Uh, I put on still dre and they were like oh this is a classic hip-hop song you know dr dre did a thing on this i'm like well dr dre and snoop dogg neither one wrote their verse i'm like jay-z wrote this whole song <laughs> yeah he, he wrote the whole song mm-hmm. that's crazy that you run that up he sure did yeah so i don't i'm just like i said i'm real curious um 10, 15 years from now, who's relevant and who's not, um, and how this era um, will be judged after you get past the big three. Yeah, that's true, because the, the big three left such a big imprint on on this whole era, man. Like, I can't even imagine how this whole era would have been without the big three. Yeah, um, and even like their impact with like the artists that are under, you know, up under them, basically. Uh, Kendrick with the whole TDE, J. Cole with Dreamville. Um, shoot, I love Drake, <laughs> OVO, and, and Young Money together. This the impact he's had on just features. You know what I just uh, also read too, brother, that like um, it was something with Charlemagne the God. And he was saying like his the foremost influential uh, artist in hip hop. And I think his list was Jay-Z. Um, it was in no specific order. It was Jay-Z, uh, Lil Wayne. Um, damn, who else did he have on there? I remember Jay-Z, Lil Wayne. I had to probably look it up. But uh, yeah, it, it was a couple other artists on there, and people were kind of like, "Oh, it was Jay Z, Lil Wayne, Kanye, and shit." Dang, you got I, me real curious about who the fourth person is. Yeah, I can't remember <laughs> who the fourth person was, man. But yeah, it was it was that was it, man. And I was kind of surprised because Nas wasn't on that list. Uh, uh, Snoop Dogg wasn't on that list. Uh, Eminem. It was a bunch of people that was missing off that list, and I, it just kind of surprised me. But I, I'm like, because I'm just thinking about a Jay Z, um, all of the artists that he discovered, um, his longevity. Same thing with Lil Wayne. I mean, you look at Drake, Nicki Minaj, some other people. They all kind of owe their career to you know Lil Wayne, um, Kanye. Um, and shoot, Kanye has been in the news a lot lately, um, but 
whether it's the Yeezys or his his, his clothing line, I, I, I could see why all three of them would be on Charlemagne's list. I, I definitely right. could see that. Right, and it's not it's not taking anything away from them, but I guess I was looking at it when I, I think about, like, um, in hip-hop, and hip-hop can range from, like, fashion to, to everything else, but I always thought, like, when you influence somebody, like, you got a lot of artists that want to mimic you or, or be just like you. And I, I always looked at Lil Wayne. I'm like, I don't see any artists that really want to be like him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but whenever, I, when, yeah, but I, no, I guess, ahead. I don't know. I guess Charlamagne kind of looking at it like I, I'm trying to look at it. Um, I don't know if you have a Drake, a, a Nicki Minaj, um, a couple other artists without Wayne. Um, and I mean, for yeah. a few years, Lil Wayne dominated um, hip hop. Yeah, you're right about that, bro. And I guess Lil Wayne kind of made the mixtape hot. I don't know I if mean, I'm. I don't know if I want to give him all the credit, but he definitely something to be said about um, Little Wayne using mixtapes. Um, his his mixtapes at at some point were higher than some of his albums. Yeah, uh, you're right about that. I was I want to say like um, with mixtapes, I want to say Fifty Cent, and when he came out was like the start of the mixtapes. And then everybody else just kind of like took off with it and took it to the next level. Yeah, I would say mixtape wise, like top five people, fifty, fabulous, um, mm-hmm. Wayne, uh, Meek Mills. Oh yeah, and and probably you know J Cole with Friday Night Lights. Yeah, J. Cole has some good I I'm not gonna sleep on uh Wiz Khalifa too with his oh, yeah. fever. Uh yeah, he has he has some good ones. And also um uh, Santana, him and Lil Wayne with the I Can't Feel Your Feel My Face uh series, man. Oh, and then I got I got a slept on one. Um uh-huh. Chan Chance the Rapper, Acid, Acid Tapes, Coloring Book. Both of them were really oh, yeah. mixtapes. Man, those for like those are like movies, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. He had like real albums going. Um, like that, yeah, he went crazy on those. Yeah, so I, I do. I, yeah, I can see. I'm. <laughs> you got to be real curious of who uh, the fourth person is, and I and I see your argument for like a Nas, because um, shoot, Nas. You and Nas have the same birthday. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? That's what I was going to say, too, man. Like, when I think about, like, Nas and his influence in hip-hop, man, but at the same time, I guess, you know, and I, I agree with Jay-Z. I just didn't agree with Lil Wayne, but I kind of see what you're saying. Like, if it wasn't for Wayne, then we wouldn't have, like, Nicki Minaj, Drake, and some of those other guys, too. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I so. Agree with you on that. Yeah, it's almost because when I th- uh, I think of a Nas, I think it's something to be said about his longevity at this point. Um, 
because I feel like there are very few artists that's in that 40, almost 50 range. Um, now this will be 50 next year. Um, that have kind of went through like a renaissance and has re. I don't know. It feels like Nas is going through his fourth or fifth chapter in hip hop and it's still relevant and still putting up, putting up good, good music. Uh, so I don't know. So I see the argument there. Speaking of Kanye, since he was on the list, um, mm-hmm. his, his beef with Adidas and the gap at this point, um, several, um, hip hop people, Diddy being one, uh, have come out saying that they're going to boycott the Gap and Adidas. Um, I don't know. It, it's Kanye, so I get, I get him on this one. Uh, I feel like Kanye, I don't know, should just come out with his own shoes, own clothing line, on his own at this point. Um. I don't see the relationship with him and Adidas and the Gap being repaired. Yeah, after he dragged the hell out of him. So, yeah. yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, yeah, he dragged him to hell. But, I mean, I, t- to Kanye's point, Adidas wouldn't be relevant if it wasn't for Kanye at this point. I mean, I, I think they... I think they still would be relevant, but I think um, he played a huge part in them making a, a couple extra dollars, man. Like, yeah, so let me ask yeah. you this then. Uh-huh. Do you, without Kanye, is Adidas ahead of Puma? I will, you know what? I will always put, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a Puma fan. Yeah, right? but I'm just so saying, I, you know, Puma. <laughs> Yeah. Has has made the Puma's push. Always been like last to me. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I can't. It's just something with. Puma. I bought a pair of J. So let me take you to this story. I bought a pair of J. Cole uh, shoes, bro. Um, when we was in Columbus, I'm at the Puma store. Yeah, right. when we were in Columbus, and like, it just didn't fit me, man. Like, I, I'm not a Puma guy. I wind up giving them to my brother-in-law because it just. It's not me. I just I, I just don't wear Pumas, man. I just I just just didn't like it. But no, my thing is so my I have a controversial opinion also about the Kanye thing, right? Okay, so, let's hear it. You know, all right. So they basically Kanye got pissed off because Adidas copied uh, basically one of his shoes, his shoe models, and they tried to sell it off. Yeah, that shit is sweet though. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was a it was a cheaper version of of the shoe that it was a more affordable version of the the Kanye shoe through Adidas for regular people, and he got pissed off about that. So, I I that I didn't understand because his shoes the quality isn't really that great, and like they're not affordable. But then here you go, you're gonna have people say, well, hey, um. You would take that same price from Gucci and stuff like that. So he said he wants to sue them, right? Why isn't he suing like Shaq and like some of the other or Walmart and a lot of the other that come out with like knockoff shoes? You know what I mean? I know you don't see. <laughs> it's like that's a big deal. That's why I just didn't pay attention to it. I said, yeah, because you I got Target that got the knockoff Crocs. Target, yeah, like come on, <laughs> like really, like really, Kanye. 
you're gonna go that hard and you just saying like fuck them and like just go he just went like really crazy on he gonna kick the guy's ass when he seen this on site i'm like come on man like they didn't even come out with the shoe yet it just was a a picture of a model of the shoe that they can particularly come out with and he just went crazy for like i ain't gonna say for no reason but then for all those other stars to sit up there and do same shit especially pub daddy too that pissed me off <laughs> like, we gotta stop this bro you know think people you know fucked over pub daddy like, <laughs> you know what I'm I was, like, I, you know what I was waiting on. I was waiting on the locks or, <laughs> yeah, like I'm waiting on Mace, the locks, anybody. Like I was waiting on anybody. I was like, how dare Puff Daddy even say anything? So I was just like, the king you know, of the bad contract. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is, is this reality? Carl Thomas, where I, where is he at? <laughs> Yeah, I'm like all total. Where's everybody else at? And I was like, you know what? I'm done. So then I thought about like this is just rich people problems, and I'm not gonna even indulge in this shit. It definitely is a a, a rich person problem. I saw yeah. yeah, I saw today somebody posted the gap is really done with Kanye. Like I guess they covered up on his billboards, but I don't know. I guess. Speaking for, for me, I, I was just waiting on this to happen. It, everybody know Kanye was going to call Kanye at some point. It wasn't going to end well. <laughs> That's why I was just laughing. I was like, I looked at the thing. I was like, come on, man. Like, Did, did no Adidas not see how his relationship with Nike ended? <laughs> exactly. Like, y'all ignored that shit, too? Like, come on, you know Kanye was going to go Kanye in, in 2.2 seconds on you guys. And all it took for you to do is, is come out with a shoe that looked like it was decent and affordable and he got super pissed off. But, yeah, so I don't know. I'm, I just feel like for Kanye, just end your relationship with Adidas and the Gap and just try to control the means of production your damn self. Like... <laughs> Exactly. Like now, try to come up. You're a billionaire, right? So, come up with your own shoe if that's what you want to do, or you can collab with somebody else. I got just. I didn't really feel bad for him, and I know the rest of the guys that was with him was trying to like take up for him, but it's like so many other issues and shit going on. I just didn't. I just didn't care about it. I I was trying to. I just thought it was funny because I'm like, no one else saw this coming. (laughs) Right, and then you, and then you know what? I think I seen somebody else. I forgot what celebrity it was, and they was like, "What if somebody came and took you?" And I'm like, "Don't he make money off of taking beats and loops and samples? That's how he became popular." Like, come on, man. Yeah, the, the like, yeah, his soul sample was man. based on music from the past. So, yeah, that's what I was like. What? And I'm quite sure that. Most of those people didn't get paid for for their shit, so whatever. I just didn't. It felt like rich people problems. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, move it all. Album. You got you got any artists you 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 waiting to release music for? Um. Bye. Well, okay. So Rodney, I I know this is gonna sound crazy, but. I do have a few uh, artists that I'm waiting on, and one of the artists in particular that I've been I'm waiting on. 
I know this is gonna sound crazy. I just want Fifty Cent to come out with his album. Yeah, that uh, that does sound crazy. Said, <laughs> yeah, because you know I was listening to some old Fifty Cent. And I'm like, okay, he he's got. I just want to get all this shit off his chest that he said he had to get off. And he said he was coming out with one more album. I, for some reason, I kind of missed listening to Fifty Man. I went and listened to the first album. I listened to the second one. The third one wasn't that bad. Uh, the other one yeah, we have different okay. opinions on on uh, what was that, Curtis? Yeah, on the Curtis album. Because album four yeah, was before I self destruct or something, wasn't it? Yeah, before I self destruct, which I didn't think was that bad either. <laughs> you know, it had a, yeah, it had a couple of yeah. say you're I a mean, fifty cents fan without saying you're a fifty cents fan. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I just heard enough. I just seen like um, I, I forgot the uh, the guy's name, the guy that Shuggy or Shuggy, whatever the hell his name is. But he was saying we need catchy. The thing that's missing right now with these young artists and then this this new generation, we need catchy songs. Yeah, no that now that is true. Yeah, like think about Fifty, have a baby by me, baby, be a millionaire. You know, just catchy shit. Like we need catchy songs, like uh, a hip hop R and B ish type shit. It shouldn't be a reason why that that let's go. I'm a F R. Fuck me, like why is that like the catchy song that that's like stuck in your head right now? It's no catchy song unless Drake come out with a song. It's nothing catchy. That's yeah, a, so. I would actually be um, curious to see what 50 would have to say in 2022, uh, especially like with the game, dissing him and Dr. Dre. Uh, and he, you know, he still got some ongoing beef. Um, so I don't know. I wouldn't mind the 50 album. I, I do think it would be interesting to see what type of music he would put out based on where he's at in his life right now. Um, yeah, and I, I'm hoping it's not like a... Um, see, I, I like, I love Jay-Z, but like the the 444 album and some of the other albums, it just felt like it was just... It wasn't catchy songs on there. It just felt like it wasn't, you know... Yeah, I feel I like the 444 album was not for... Like, it was out there for public consumption, but that was more of a um, introspective, meant for Jay-Z and his immediate family type album. I don't know. Right. I don't know. That It reminded me of, like, an old school unplugged album. That's what it reminded me of. That's crazy. It reminded me of that also. And you know what else is crazy, Rodney? And since I'm... I miss artists like Nelly and, and Ja Rule. And I don't miss Nelly. I do miss Ja Rule. No, I, I do miss Nelly. Like, you don't miss <laughs> Nelly like Pimp Juice and Air Force Ones and EI and uh, Ja Don Get Your Eagle On. And, like, you know, just catchy songs. We need we need an artist that's going to come out with catchy songs and hooks. Like, yeah. we don't have that anymore. The last, the last great one to me, the greatest catch and hook, was the uh, I Don't Fuck With You song with, with uh, Big Sean. Big Sean. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody singing, even old people, like, they were just singing it. Yeah, and you like, knew what the song was the moment you heard the beat. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't no guessing. You, you automatically knew. 
And it seemed like everybody right. would join in to I don't fuck with. Yeah, and like Ludacris had catchy songs. Yeah, Even so had catchy songs. you you brought up yeah. Ludacris. Ludacris is my fifty. That's who I'm waiting on. I need some music from Ludacris too, man. I just need we need some artists that can come back and give us some catchy songs, some shit that we can, you know, listen to and don't have to think too hard about it. Can I give you a not so old artist that I that I'm hoping uh-huh. come over the album? Uh, J Rock. Okay. I, I felt like I his his redemption album, his, his last one was a very slept on album. Um I, I'm I wouldn't mind. Um even like Schoolboy Q. I'm curious to see um, if Nikki comes out with the album, what she has to say. I can go for some. I don't know, man. I I didn't like the the the, the single, and they played the shit. Up. Yeah, that freaky the freaky thing with the Rick James sample. I freaking hate that song. They play it all on the fucking radio all the time. Yeah, I hate it too. But I I don't know because I've like, and we talked about this before. I feel like she has lost her footing uh as as the queen um like i placed megan ahead of her cardi so i would just i don't know i'm just curious to see if she does drop an album where it's at musically and does it put her back into the conversation as the the top hip-hop rap artist but I, I right, I agree with you. Like I feel like she had a stranglehold on on that position, and I feel like Cardi and, and Meg in particular have have come through and and snatched it. <laughs> no, I agree with you, bro. It feel like they it feel like they did, and it just feels like she just fighting just to. But she won all those damn awards, man. Too. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, well, who the fuck is listening to Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I like, said the same thing. I was like, how? <laughs> I was thinking to myself, I was like, I don't know. Maybe I don't know nothing. I, I don't know no more, Rodney. I just don't know about life anymore. Because I'm thinking to myself, like, who the fuck is listening to this music to even vote for this shit? Because but, it, it, it's not us. And I can tell you, it's not the younger people. Yeah, they don't listen to her either. I think I put her on at work, and everybody's like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Like, yeah. Like, oh, okay. I don't yeah, know. I'm just, just. I'm lost. Yeah, fifty. Yeah, fifty. Ludacris. Like I said, I'm curious to see what Nikki would have to say. Um, I'm you. You know me. Nah, it's my boy. I'm. I'm curious to see if we're gonna get this Kings of Z three. Um, get him and Hit Boy. Uh, strike lightning in the bottle again for the third time. Right, and like, is this the end of the game too? Because I know that, I know that you, it's just like, he just went away. <laughs> and we, we called it. We called it too. I liked the album. I thought the album was dope. But remember we what I had told you? I said this song, this album 
does not have nothing else left in it. It just it's one of them here today, gone tomorrow albums. Like that was it. There's no catchy shit on there. It's nothing to even listen to anymore. I'm I'm partially laughing because the other day I'm driving in the car, right? And uh-huh. I go through like albums I've listened to in like 2022 because I'm trying to find something to listen to and I got to the game album I was like "Ah, maybe I should listen to this and I was like nope let me (laughs) (laughs) I put on the uh, I actually put on the Dream album over that yeah like yeah it just made no sense to like even listen to it no more like it's it that's it for it and the sad part about it is like I'm still unlocking like songs that I like on Kendrick Lamar album like more and more like i can't even revert back to that album but when i go listen to game album again i'm like that's just it for it yeah and and a couple of the songs are like i'm tempted to listen to not because the game because of the feature um like the song with mcmills on it Mm -hmm. uh, the song with pusher t it's not necessarily like I'm listening to the song for the game. It's for it's for the other people. Um, and see, it just felt like they just wasn't it wasn't uh, strong enough, bro. Like I wanted to listen to some of the songs with uh, with with uh, with those guys, but it just it, it was an okay song, but it wasn't like great enough for me to like keep going back to it, you know. Yeah, and I guess that's the problem. And I guess part of the the frustration, and and I guess this goes back to you saying, "Have we seen the the last of the game?" Is I feel like he had he put everything he had left in this album. No, that's that's messed up when you say that too. It's a fighter, just like yeah. I feel like if this was his gun, yeah, like that's that's messed up, man. Now, when you make it sound like that, that's really jacked up, bro. <laughs> like, that's all he had left in the tank, too, man. Yeah, because if you Other think... Other that, it's kind of like... Yeah. Because if you think about it, he tried pretty much damn near every rap style you could you could think of on the <laughs> album. Hitboy was the executive producer. He had a beat, he had beat from Timberland, Kanye... He had damn near every feature that you could think of. He had yeah, you're he, terrible for that one. So bro. I don't know. I feel like he he did. He emptied the tank on this one, as they say. <laughs> Which you're terrible, I, man. I mean, I'm hope I'm wrong, but I feel like he gave it he gave it his all. <laughs> He did it, man. He tried it, man. He freaking tried it, bro. And it just, that wasn't it, man. I mean, because it wasn't too many people apparently checking for this album when it first came out based on the record sales. And I mean, they haven't went up. No tour has been announced. I mean, the only tour that's a... (laughs) It was a tour, but the only tour was like a European tour, and it was like only eight places. And I was just like, oh, okay. Like, that was just it. Yeah, so. It was like just eight spots. Because if you think about it, 
J. Cole album drop tour announced. Kendrick album drop tour announced. Hell, Pusher T album drop tour announced. Yeah, his was just like game. That's it. crickets. <laughs> yeah, it was like that's it. And I saw people like saying drop tour dates, drop tour dates, and I'm like, you know what he need to do? He need to get rid of Rack 100 as a fucking uh, manager because it just felt like. Pushing back off, pushing the album back for fucking like four months, and then those singles lost lost steam like real quick. Yeah, so. so use, uh, oh, go ahead, brother. Sorry, I'm trying to think if he if he gets rid of Wagon 100, who do you get to? Who does he get as his manager? Oh man, he got to do something because I I just don't think that Wack is a good manager, man. He got so much shit going on, and then he wants to get in shit too, and it just it just doesn't make any sense. He got the shit with Ray J going on, because you know he managed Ray J too. Yeah, but I just and I and I feel like this is the bad part of, of the game personality. I feel like the manager that would be good for his, his career, he might have burned a bridge with most of them. Right. Right. Like Jay Z would probably be a good manager for his career, but I don't see Jay Z managing <laughs> him. Um, the one possible Steve Stout, but the Steve, that's actually not a bad. But the Steve Stout wanted to deal with the drama. Yeah, he probably would want to deal with the shit with uh, the game being involved in being stupid. It's like, you see when he went on stage in Houston and then just for no reason just bash 50 and, yeah, and he's I, still jealous about the Super Bowl. And I feel like, and that's the other thing, like I feel like 50 or Dr. Dre would be the type of manager that he would need right now, but neither one of them is coming to his rescue. But, yeah, that's, that's the more bridges he done burned. And then and he's basically like fucked himself on that one too. Yeah, so I what does he get hired bipolar Kanye to manage his career? Is Kanye that's his boy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then he said Kanye, uh his career wouldn't be where it is without Kanye. Yeah, Kanye did more for him than Dr. Dre. Yeah. Let him tell it, man. Let him tell it. What? That's what he preaching. What does <laughs> he get? Jay Prince? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. All the bridges is, is gone. Man, super gone. So my thing is, he just got to get, he got to, he need Jesus in a pack of cigarettes, man. Because yeah. I don't know how the hell he's going to get through this shit. Yeah, but, and, um, and I... <laughs> And I and I guess we could leave it at this. I guess the frustrating about the ga- the game is the same frustration I have at, with Pusher T at times. Is you've been out for fifteen plus years, twenty years now, and all you mm-hmm. got still is the same shit that you selling basically. 
Pusha T, you selling, you still selling the drug dealer, cocaine, rap, the game, you still selling, you a gangster even though you live in Calabasas. <laughs> and he going to carry that forever, man. I, I just, I don't know. I, I guess at some point you expect I don't, some growth. Some some better some new lyrics, and that's, and that's what I've always been looking for with him. Like I said, I, I love some of his albums with the storytelling. I think like maybe he has reached his limit and at his point, and maybe he just one of those rappers, sort of like a, a Ja Rule or or like a Nelly, where they just go away. Yeah, you know but he can't I, even. He can't even get on the Ja Rule Nelly tour because he done burnt on bridges. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, like, you just got to fade into the background, man, and just go away. A lot of guys become independent artists or become actors or become something else. Like, it's just time for you to fade away, and the music might be just done. Especially after these horrible uh, album sales, man. Like, where do you go? Yeah, and I guess that's the, the other... If you the game, what else do you have? You rap. You don't do clothes. I mean, you acted for a hot second, but you you didn't. You stopped doing that. Mm. Do you got property? I I don't know. Like, I feel like he need a mentor. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're you right. Like, I feel like he probably does need a mentor, man. Or maybe you know, I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, you got kids of your own and you want to set examples and, and, and this and that. But I don't know. Maybe I'm looking too too deep into the hip-hop thing because I just feel like maybe he wearing out his welcome for hip-hop and nobody wants to deal with him at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... At least the people that's really relevant to me in hip hop that's in his area in his region. Yeah, I don't see anybody. It's like Cube, no. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right about that. I mean, Snoop. Snoop didn't already pick the side. He was in the studio with Dr. Dre and Eminem, so. That's true. I don't know. He liked the ugly ducking at this point. Yeah, he just needs to probably go on another long hiatus, but he he just came off a long hiatus, and we were waiting on him. We were waiting on him to come out with something, and then what he came out with was this. Like I said, I think the album is a one and done. It's a good one and done, though. I mean, it's the climate of what you listen to right now. Like, it's not not 1999 where you're going to your favorite record store and you buying an album that you done spent your hard-earned money on. And you, you know, you're trying to find something, you listen to it. Now you can stream stuff. So as soon as you stream it that one time, or... That's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So you're getting paid off the streams now. So nobody wants to listen to it the first, the second time after they heard it the first time, and it really wasn't that great. And I mean, but he... But it's tolerable. I mean, he, he don't have that one smash single where if you don't even listen to the whole album you're gonna listen to this this one single so i don't know it'd be interesting you want to play guess that lyric before we have to get out of here 
Or guess who said it, I should say? Oh, you look at you. So you ready? You ready today, huh? Oh, I'm going to try. <laughs> We've been off for a couple yeah. of weeks, so we, we, we'll see. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anybody's not familiar with Guess Those Lyrics, um, basically I'll say like some rhymes um, from famous artists. And Rodney, uh, um, Rodney basically had to guess those lyrics. So, um, I guess here we go. All right. Now, Rodney, you sure you're ready, man? You always say. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right. Somewhere far along this road, he lost his soul to a woman so heartless. Who's that artist? Is and that, what song is that? Is that Kanye? That is Kanye. <laughs> Wait, but you might be better than this. You might be better than Okay, all right. All right, it's going to get tougher. You ready? Yeah. All right. Rob the jewelry store and tell him, make me a grill. Smile for me, daddy. What you looking at? Is I that, wanna see your grill. Is that Wayne? No, that's Nelly. <laughs> I <laughs> it knew was, it was a country it was artist. Nelly with Paul Wall. Oh yeah. Okay. Damn, what happened to Paul right, Wall? I know. That's crazy. I just now you're gonna have me like go through a Paul Wall rabbit hole. All right, you ready? <laughs> this is like kinda easy because I'm trying to take it easy on you because you haven't been you know, we haven't been on you. You know, you had your things going on with, you know, fighting, you know, the COVID. All right. But here's another one. All right. You ready? Yeah. What you doing? Nothing chilling at the holiday inn. Who you with? Ludacris. See the. No. Wait a minute. Is that Snoop? No, it is Snoop. Snoop is featured in that song. But who's the main artist? For some reason, I'm stuck on Chingy. It is Chingy. Look at <laughs> You got that right, brother. You got that right. That was Chingy. Yeah. All right, you ready for Sign this Sign the Chris <laughs> label for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. If I fell off tomorrow, would you still love me? If I didn't smell so good, would you still hug me? Oh, that's your boy, Curtis Jackson. Ah, ding, 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 ding. You are right. It is 50 cents. 21 questions. 21 questions. Yeah. Are you ready? Wasn't Megan good in that video? Yes, she was. She was in that video. Looking good as ever, too. Mm-hmm. Love me some making good, man. Love me some making good. All right. What about this one? This is going to be a tough one right here. Are you ready? Yeah. I ain't got no Visa. I ain't got no Red American Express. We can't go nowhere exotic. It doesn't matter because I'm the one that loves you best. 
Okay, what broke artist said this one? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this is a tough one. Can't... I don't know this one. Wow. Well, the name of the song is The Way I Are. It's by Timberland. Featuring Carrie Hilson. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was a good one right there. Yeah, I didn't think that you would get that one, too. I said, let me throw that, that, that <laughs> tough one in there. Let me give you one. Let me let me lob one up to you, brother. All right, you ready? Yeah. Now, let me welcome everybody to the wild, wild west, a state that's untouchable like Elliot Ness. Uh, shoot, that, that's California love. Yeah, for sure, yeah. That's too easy, bro. That's too easy. Yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah. I, I figured you. Was I was just those. listening to that song actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to that song, and then I was listening to um, Black Street. Uh, no diggity, no doubt. <laughs> shoot, yeah. you, you got you got another one. Or one Are you ready? One final one. <laughs> Let's give you one final one, and then I guess we can we can uh, call it on that one. All right, let's see here. I'm gonna make this a real good one. No, I don't like that one. Shoot, you about to make me go look, look up this Timberland and Carrie Hilson song? Man, that's one of my. Uh... Okay, now this is a real tough one right here. You ready? Yeah. Okay. I know a storm is coming. My pockets keep telling me it's gonna shower. Call up my homies, it's on. Then pop to the next, cause it, cause this mix. Uh, no, 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 I don't want that. I don't want you to. That's too tough. I, I don't even want to. Yeah, I don't know why I did that one. Okay, I know you like this one right here. I don't know how to sleep. I gotta eat, stay on my toes. Got a lot of beef, so logically, I prey on my foes. Jay Z. Yeah, <laughs> I figured. You. All right, I had to make sure that was it. Th- I couldn't get the other other one was Flow Rider, and I I don't know why the hell this, <laughs> I even chose that. Like that was terrible. Oh, Flow Rider that that performed at the um, Art Beats and Eats. Yeah, that's where the game will be performing in two years. <laughs> get your tickets uh, now. Got a couple. He, at this rate, he's going to be performing at some fucking Polish festivals. <laughs> Skip the art beats and eat, bro. Mm-hmm. He working his way out. Okay, so uh, we'll get out of here on that note. Uh, come Wednesday, check out the bonus episode. We talk a little NCAA football, a little NFL, and... We'll wrap up the WNBA uh, finals. So we'll catch y'all on the B side. Peace.